we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for July 22nd, 2019. Today, another massive study regarding just bombshell, sometimes horrific, sometimes amazing things that are either being found out or that we're facing right now. And I wanted to kind of try to start out more on a positive note today. And uh, this just broke, I believe, this week. Ancient Chinese writings prove basically the existence of Jesus Christ. Very short video, but I'm going to let this play here. And uh, yeah, this just came out this week. Chronicles of Emperor Guangwu. It's dated 31 AD. Translated, it reads... <clears throat> Summer so this is 31 AD, okay, ancient Chinese writing from Guangwu. He gives the whole volume one of this whole thing that, that this is coming from. Month of the year on the day of Renwu, the imperial edict reads, Yin and Yang, darkness and light, have mistakenly switched and the sun and the moon were eclipsed. The sins of all the people are now on one man. Pardon is proclaimed to all under heaven. The Chinese had no idea about Jesus in 31 AD. No Christian missionary would have gone to China because Jesus had just died. There weren't any Christian missionaries. And yet in their soul, in their spirit, they recorded this incredible statement in their history of the latter Han dynasty. And in their soul, they said there's this mysterious, unexpected darkening of the sun. The sins of all the people are upon one man. I, I wonder if this also was in conjunction with, let's say worldwide, multiple angelic visitations, imparting this soul-saving wisdom uh, to humanities to to certain parts of humanity I, again i don't i'm totally speculating how this all happened but it did happen and this is just one of the many proofs of jesus christ on this planet pardon is proclaimed to all under heaven they didn't know what they were writing and it says here in the annals number 18 of Gui Hai, eclipse on the day of Gui Hai, man from heaven died. There's another separate writing, History of the Latter Han, Annals number 18, Gu Ha, which is what he just quoted. Eclipse on the day of Gu Hai, man from heaven died. I mean, it was a Sunday, the sun was darkened. They had no idea what they were writing. But the Holy Spirit would have spoken to those Chinese astronomers and the emperor and in their soul, in their heart, they sensed that this unexpected darkening that lasted for three hours had something to do with a man in heaven dying, from heaven dying and pardoned for the sins of the world. 
The Bible tells us it was about the sixth hour and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. At the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, Luke 23, 44. Three days later, the Chinese recorded a rainbow that encircled the sun like a halo. Huh. During the reign of Emperor Guangwu on the day of Bing, Bing Yin of the fourth month of Jan Wu, a halo, a rainbow encircled the sun. And that's found in the history of the latter Han, Annals number 18. And that is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I put it to you this morning, folks, that the ancient Chinese recorded the date of Christ's birth, the date of his death, and the date of his resurrection. Wow. I mean, wow. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I got chills. I mean, that is amazing. Now, to bolster this, and I think I have covered, I, I know I've covered this before. I'm just going to go ahead and recover this again. It's not a, a lot, but we're talking, I probably haven't covered this for years. And it's Jesus Christ proven the law of probability plus non-biblical evidence as proof of for Jesus Christ. So when you get when you have the skeptical naysayers, well, this is information you can point them to. How do you explain this? And this is going to again further bolster what this uh, the gentleman we just heard talked about. After examining only 48 different prophecies, even though they could have used 456 Jesus Christ fulfilled 456 prophecies in the Old Testament. 456. Okay, so let that sink in. But after examining only 48 of those, Professor Emeritus of Science at Westmont College, Peter Stoner, has calculated the probability of one man fulfilling the major prophecies made concerning Jesus Christ. And this is all referenced what I'm talking about here. Bear in mind, these Old Testament prophecies were written by different unrelated authors of the Bible hundreds and hundreds of years earlier. Twelve different classes of 600 college students worked out the estimates. The students carefully weighed all factors discussing each prophecy at length and examined the various circumstances which might indicate that men had conspired together to fulfill a particular prophecy. They made their In other words, they're trying to be objective. They made their estimates conservative enough so that there was fully unanimous agreement even among the most skeptical students. Not only that, but when Professor Stoner took their estimates and made them even more conservative, he also encouraged other skeptics and scientists to make their own estimates to prove his conclusions that were more, more than fair. Finally, he submitted his figures to review, for review to a committee of the American Scientific Affiliation. Upon examination, they verified that his calculations were dependable and accurate in regard to sci the scientific material presented. For example, concerning Micah 5.2, where it states that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem, Stoner and his students determined that the average population of Beth Bethlehem from the time of Micah to the present. They then divided it by the average population of Earth in that same time period. They concluded that the chance of one man being born in Bethlehem was about... 2.8 times 10 to the fifth power or rounded one in 300,000 okay 
in the final calculate so they used all of these different things to, to determine their final calculations in the final calculation stoner used 48 prophecies but he could have used 456 and arrived at an extremely conservative conservative estimate that the probability of 48 prophecies being fulfilled in one person is 10 to the 157th power how large is 10 to the 157th power well think of 10 um the number 10 with 157 zeros behind it 157 so it would make a trillion look like you know nothing i don't even know what that would be called as far as if you tried to like state that you can only say 10 to the 157 power meaning you can't even use something like quadrillion or trillion maybe you can but i don't know what that word would even be put it that way let's try to illustrate this number using electrons which are the smallest objects of an atom okay an atom okay so electrons are very small objects they are smaller than atoms it would take 2.5 times 10 to the 15th power of them laid side by side to make one inch okay that's the 15th power if they were laid side by side just to make one inch but we're dealing with 100 to the 157th power okay that's just to the 15th power even if we counted four electrons every second and counted day and night it would take us 19 million years just to count to a line of electrons one inch long hey only 19 million years you got that kind of time right how many electrons would be there if we were dealing 10 to the 157th power though of electrons imagine building a solid ball of electrons that would extend in all directions from the earth um six billion light years that's a one ball that would extend all directions six billion light years the distance in miles of just one light year is 6.4 trillion miles that would be a big ball but not big enough to measure to 10 to the 157th power of electrons in order to to do that you must take the big ball of electrons reaching the length of six billion light years long in all directions and multiply that by six times 10 to the 28th power how big is that it's the length of space required to store trillions and trillions and trillions of the same gigantic balls that we just mentioned and more in fact the space required to store all those balls combined together would just start to scratch the surface of the number of electrons we would need to really accurately speak about 10 to the 157th power so you know like you have you know oh it's 10 to 1 odds you know uh golden earrings in the fifth is going to win the race at uh you know pimlico or whatever for some horse race you know 10 to 1 odds well this is you know 10 to you know the 157th power of odds i mean you you can't even there's no way we could properly conceive it i think is the point they're trying to make here and they're using electrons the smallest particle basically one of the smallest particles they've ever been able to you know isolate assuming you have some idea of the number of electrons we are talking about imagine marking just one of those electrons in that huge number that we just stated and then stirring them up then appointing one person to travel in a rocket for as long as he wants anywhere he wants to go and now tell him 
to stop the rocket in space. Take a high-powered microscope and find that one marked electron. Okay. What do you think its chances of being successful would be? It would be 10 to the 157th power. You would have that kind of chance. I mean, you've heard of a needle in a haystack. This is, you know, an atom in, you know, a universe that you're trying to find, essentially. And that's not even doing it justice. Just go find this one atom. It could be anywhere in the universe, essentially. You can do it. Come on. Just give it that old college try. I know you can pull her off, you know. Just a little fortitude and stick to and you'll find You would never, ever, 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 ever find it. Okay. So, remember, this number, 10 to the 157th power, represents the chances of only 48 prophecies. The 48 they analyzed coming true regarding Jesus Christ. Whereas we could have used 456, and I can't even imagine what the numbers would be on that. In financial terms, is there anyone who would not invest in a financial venture if the chance of failure was only 10 to the 157th power? You'd, you would have, like, literally no chance of failing at all. And again, this is all the more reason why we should put our trust in Jesus Christ. That's just 48 prophecies, okay? Just 48. We could have used, he could have used 456. So it's, it's just, it's ludicrous to believe that, you know, Jesus, it was all a lie and there was no truth. I mean, he's a historical figure. Other people, secular figures wrote about him as well. That's well known. And we're going to look at that briefly here as well. Um, so let's go further here. This kind of sure investment we are offered by God for belief in Jesus Christ the Messiah. This is the kind of sure investment. All of this illustrates why it's absolutely impossible for anyone to fulfill the messianic prophecies by chance. This is the kind of evidence that proves there must be a God who supernaturally gave us this information. Just like that same supernatural God gave those Chinese um, writers that knowledge. I wasn't even aware of that. The video was only three minutes long, but I mean, I, I think that's something that you could just, you know, do like a 10-hour study on, you know, that just scratched the surface. Let's keep in mind that we've only illustrated 48 out of the 456 Messianic prophecies that were fulfilled out of over 8,000 total verses in Bible prophecy, of which thousands of these verses have already been fulfilled. Also remember that these prophecies were written anywhere from hundreds to thousands of years earlier by different unrelated men that lived for the most part in a totally different, different time eras. Jesus Christ's life is a historical fact. His birth year is how we divide time, evidenced by using the term BC, before, which is before Christ, in our dating method. So there were many other confirmations of Jesus Christ's existence by various record keepers of this era. So if you've not already done so, please accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and receive his free gift of salvation. There is no more important decision that you will ever make. Um, and to take, take that step or for a small sampling of some of the prophecies mentioned, go to, and again, there's a track, there's a link to a track here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assert my, my teaching on true salvation at contendingfortruth.com. And if you just want to go there, go to contendingfortruth.com. And click on the true salvation tab and i'll give you a whole bunch more whoppers 
Bible verses that talks about salvation. And it's really all that teaching is, is Bible. That's it. Um, and um, then note, the argument has been made that Jesus deliberately fulfilled these prophecies, but most of the prophecies were completely out of his control. Such as, how is he going to deliberately fill the prophecy of his place of birth? Yes, a baby in the womb conspired to knew he was going to be born in Bethlehem, according to Micah 5, 2. Boy, that Jesus, he was shrewd, you know. He really had things figured out, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh, right. Yeah, come on. The time, he, also, the time of his birth was predicted. Daniel 9, 25 and Genesis 49, 10. The manner of his birth. How could a baby have done all this? How could, how could a baby have done all this? Yeah, he was, this, this baby's really good. He's, I mean, this, this guy's good. He's good, you know. He's got all this figured out ahead of time. Well, you know, when you're the son of God and Father God puts you on the planet and, you know, it's no problem for God, but he's the only one that could pull it off in the universe, period. Come on, please. <laughs> so the manner of his birth, Isaiah 7, 14, his betrayal, Psalm 41, 9, and Zechariah 11, 12, uh, and Zechariah 11, 13b, the manner of his death, which is, um, see Psalms twenty two sixteen people's reactions, mocking, spitting, staring, etc. I mean, how is he going to control all that? You know, how could, it, how could he deliberately control all that? They just know. Because see, Jesus and Father God are outside of time, looking into a time capsule, essentially. They can see the beginning from the end. That's what the Bible says. He can see from Genesis to the mid part, to, you know, Revelation, and the end of the thousand year millennial reign of Christ. Time is just there for our benefit, essentially. But Jesus and Father God are outside of time. So they knew all this. So people's reactions, uh, these things, and then there's a whole bunch of Bible verses that pertain to that, that they list here. Piercing, the piercing he received. From the spear, Zechariah 12.10 and Psalms 22.16. Uh, his burial, Isaiah 53.9. Another argument is that the prophecies were written at or after the time that Jesus, uh, after the time of Jesus, and were therefore fabricated. Meaning the Old Testament prophecies were written after Jesus. So that they're fabricated. The problem with this argument was that the historic date of completion of the Old Testament is 450 B.C. And that's a historical fact. 450 years. Okay. Before Jesus is even born, these prophecies um, were completed. And the Septuagint, the Greek translation of the Hebrew Scriptures, was initiated in the reign of Ptolemy Philadelphus um, in the era of 285 to 246 BC. The Hebrew Old Testament must have been available in its entirety for it to be translated commencing at 250 BC. How do you get around this stuff? You can't, which I think is just praise God awesome because there leaves no doubt. There leaves no doubt. If you haven't given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, you need to do so now, today. This is a no-brainer, guys. A total no-brainer. The world's getting more wicked by the day. 
I mean, and I, part of it, I think God's just letting it get more wicked. And the Bible predicts is predicts evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. The word wax means grow, deceiving and being deceived. You look in the book of Revelation, you look at the book of Daniel, you look in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and it says everything's going to get more wicked until that wicked, capital W, be revealed according to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. The strong delusion that God talked about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that he said he was going to send is in full effect. People are so deluded. It's so frustrating for me to be in ministry and to look around and see how incredibly deluded people are. And I know you could say, well, you're proud, you're full of pride. I'm just, guys, I'm stating facts. Listen, I was an unsaved dude you know up until the age of 24 i was on the same boat on the same bus i'm not judging i'm just saying it's evidence to me of what is going on people's priorities not to say i'm perfect or i'm like i live in sinless perfection and i float around on a cloud and i have a halo on that's not the case okay i've said it before if i got what i deserved i'd get death and hell scott johnson would get death and hell and when the Bible talks about in Romans, when Paul talks about, oh, what a wretch of a man that I am, who should deliver me from the body of this death, the things that I shouldn't do, that I do, and the things that I should do, that I don't do, I can relate to that. Not because I'm trying to strive for sin, but we, we do mess up as Christians. If The Bible says that we say if we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So anybody that's walking around saying they're living in sinless perfection, woo, had a guy the other day email me. The street preacher guy says he doesn't sin anymore. He never sins. Oh, really? Well, what about 1 John 1? And what about those other Bible verses in Romans? And the Bible says the very thought of foolishness is sin. So he doesn't ever have a goofy thought in his head. Wow, he really is amazing. And the guy was so despondent. Longtime listener. Because he, he told me like a couple of things that he struggles with. And I mean, we're not talking like um, major things here. Okay, compared to like, you know, some of the things you could think of. And I understand in God's eyes, it, sin is missing the mark. And But obviously, I think there's certain things that are a lot more heavy duty. And I'm not even going to get into what he said. But this guy was ready to give up being a Christian because of this one street preacher saying, you've got to live in sinless perfection or you're not going to have... Listen, we strive for perfection. We, we do. We don't have, we don't have this... Um, uh, use not this liberty, the liberty we have in Christ, the grace we have in Christ, for an occasion to the flesh. We're not, we're not to use it so we can go around and, and, you know, sin and call ourselves Christians, which is what a lot of Christians do. They're like, well, I'm saved. I prayed that little prayer a long time ago. Now I'm good to go. I can live the whatever, any way I want. And, and it's scary because the Bible says, of whom the Lord loveth, he also chasteneth, which means he can discipline you. And if you be, be without chastisement, if you call yourself a born-again Christian and you be without chastisement, then you're bastards. That A bastard's an illegitimate son. That's somebody that's walking around and they have no conscience of sin. They're, they're, maybe their conscience is seared with a hot iron, according to 1 Timothy 4.1. Why? Because they've, they've, um, you know, they've given themselves over to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils speaking lies and hypocrisy having their conscience seared with a hot iron and it said that was in the latter days that would be commonplace that's what that's what we're seeing now 
Some people have been turned over to a reprobate mind to do those things that are not convenient, which means apt, fitting, or good. And that's Romans 1. And that's talking about the gays. You know? Not that I want to see any gays go to, go to hell, but I mean, you look at the biblical precedences set in the Bible. Sodom and Gomorrah. It's real. They found where Sodom and Gomorrah is. They found the, the brimstone. The pellets of brimstone are there in the desert. Over the city. Ken Ron Wyatt, Sodom and Gomorrah. Known about it for years. So there's consequences to sin. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Okay? And, and all of sin comes short of the glory of God. All have. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of throw that in there because he was ready to give up. He was ready to just stop being a Christian. He was ready to throw in the towel. And I gave him a detailed response. I think I want to cover that. Uh, hopefully I, I, I've got, I've got like a hundred and I'm over 160 pages guys now in, in, in arrears on my teachings. I'm 160 pages in the hole. I'm going to probably knock off about 20. I hope to get 25 pages done today, but it's just like the, the information is like tidal waves coming in now and I could, I can't get to it all. I, I pray for me more energy to get what I need to get done. You know, I think they're hitting us with so many things with, you know, all these different technologies they've got the Doppler and the 5g and, 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 you know, the chemtrails and all the different ways they're trying to take us out. The Wi-Fi's and the smart meters and all these things. And they're really trying to, I believe, make us as toxic and as low on energy as possible so that we'll have no motivation to be able to do anything for God even if we wanted to. It's a constant struggle for me. Just to have the energy to try to get done when I need to get done. And I'm sure the devil's probably fighting anybody that's trying to do anything for God tooth and nail. It would make sense. So going back to this, and did you ever think about how the birth of Christ some 2,000 years ago split historical time forever? Huh. Yeah, that's just a little little trivial thing, right? It's just how we divide time. I mean, you know. All the time before his birth is recorded as B.C. or before Christ, and the time afterwards as the year of our Lord, or Anno Domini, Domini or A.D., even the Jews and the other non-believers and historians and scientists would rather use the nomenclature um, of BCE, which is before Common Era, or CE, Common Era, still use the birth of Christ as a demarcation of this so-called um, Common Era. So they, they say, well, it's not BC anymore. It's before Common Era. Well, you know, all when I was growing up, even way before I ever got saved, it was always BC, BC and AD, Okay. Now, some, I, I'd heard some people say it was after death. Well, yeah, okay. Year of our Lord, um, B.C. or before Christ, that's not debatable. But see, they changed it to before common era so they can brainwash all the kiddies and act like it had nothing to do with Jesus Christ. Now, I'm telling you, it was always that way when I grew up. The Hebrew prophet Isaiah prophesied about the birth of the, of the Messiah some 700 years before his birth um, in Isaiah 9.6. And it says, a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. 
and that's Jesus Christ. And Isaiah more accurately predicted that he would be born of a virgin, Isaiah 7.14. And nobody ever else on the planet has ever been born of a virgin. <laughs> what are the odds on that one prophecy? <laughs> I mean, you, you, you would have to take all the people that had ever been born after the rite of that prophecy, and that, there's no way you could have known that, but you would have had to, uh, you know, be in one in whatever, you know, 50 billion or something. I don't know what it would be. Just that one prophecy, born of a virgin. So uh, we have that. Okay, so what I just did is I went back and I added in my true salvation link. And then also the, the link to the chick track that was there is called Creator or Liar. And in the chick track, Creator or Liar, there's one page. It says Jesus the Creator um, when... I mean, fulfilled over 30 prophecies when he allowed himself to be mur murdered by man. So just 30 prophecies were fulfilled from the Old Testament just when he allowed himself to be murdered by man. According to John 18 through 21, which is where that kind of all happens. And what it does is it lists here the prophecy. Genesis 3.15, fulfillment, John 19.18. Prophecy, Exodus 12.46, fulfillment, John 19.36. There's no way, there's no way that this can be explained away. So, so anyway, we, we have all that information. And then what I'm giving you also is more proof. Jesus Christ in the, in the law of probability. These are non-biblical evidences as proof for Jesus Christ. It's a four part, eh, they're like eight or nine minutes. And it's just different things about secular, non-biblical evidence for his existence. Okay. So for somebody that says, you know, he's a, he never existed which is you know just crazy so we have that all right now let's go ahead and go to the next part here now we're going to get into kind of the meat and potatoes of just the teaching for for this week uh, the number one reason china wants to occupy america with hundreds of millions of colonists in the past week i have written the first four parts of a series and it's uh, ironic that you know we just give a chinese quote in the the thing before and then you know now we're going to talk about china this is dave hodges uh in the past week i've written the first four parts of a series which describes chinese war plans which are in, to be implemented against the united states in which of much of the information was derived from a leaked chinese document that includes a transcript of the chinese defense minister's comments to the central committee of the chinese party in the course of my investigation i discovered that the united nations had transferred control of its economic programs and social social cultural education programs to the chinese so the un and the chinese are linked at the hip and what is going on in china right now some of it i've been documenting lately how it is beyond big brother there now living there social credit scores everything that you're doing is being monitored if you buy the wrong thing in a store it'll affect your your uh credit score if you you know I played that video not too long ago. I have another one that I want to play too. And it is a living nightmare. But see, they're all so brainwashed when they interview the people. They're all, they look like they're, they're all in a cult. They act like they're all in a cult. Even the ones that are being punished are saying, yes, I deserve this. And this is good. And if we didn't have this in place, we'd have a lot of bad people doing a lot of bad things. And they're all going along with it. It's really super sickening and sad what is going on there and they want to bring that that's the that's the model they want to bring 
to all of the world and especially to America to break our backs and break our will. And the UN has transferred control of its economic programs and social, social cultural educational programs to the Chinese. So they're the ones in control. Also, the UN is on board with the Chinese rebranding the meaning of human rights from, from being one of protecting individual liberties to earning the right for economic participation. From a globalist perspective, the U.S. must be destroyed as it is the number one barrier for full impl implementation of the satanically inspired New World Order. Now, remember, this is written in, in typical Dave Hodges fashion where we're all going to die and we're all going to die tomorrow and there is no hope. Okay, so I'm sorry, but that's that, uh, usually that's the, the tone in which he writes. There's no mention of God. Now, sometimes there is, but typically there's no mention of God and it's written in a very incredibly depressing manner so bear that in mind and and understand i've done a ton of teachings to counteract that type of thinking but i also feel like that this is super important information that i do need to get into but remember the lord jesus christ is on the throne father god is on the throne okay nothing's going to surprise them they know the beginning from the end and um our biggest thing for us as christians is just our relationship with the lord and making sure we're, we're being obedient to whatever we're he's telling us or convicting us to do because we're here for a reason for a season you know this isn't our permanent home we're just passing through and we need to kind of try to find what is your calling on planet earth why did he put you, why did he let you live in this time this most wicked evil time as it was in the days of noah so shall it be in the days of the coming of the son of man which is what jesus said so hey if you don't know what your calling is pray and fast about it like, i'm not giving you bad advice telling you to do that i'm not a magic guru or whatever i don't but there is the body of christ and we all have different functions nobody's function is more is better than another person's function in the body of christ according to what the word of god says can can the you know finger say to the eye depart of me i have no need of you because the you know the finger or the eye thinks it's better than one another no it, it you can't do that and it's not christian anyway so going further here let's see here um further americans themselves must also be totally destroyed because of their proclivity to believe in individual liberties and their propensity to defend their rights with 300 million um with 300 million guns estimated to be in private american hands america and see this is why america is being so targeted in right now because they know the sheer number of firearms that exists in the hands of freedom-loving individuals in this and not all of them are freedom-loving obviously but the ones that are no other country on the planet would have to deal with that same dynamic now americans for the most part are I believe very very sorry compared to our forefathers like you know the world war ii generations and things of this nature it's just as far as fortitude and toughness and and you know not being self-centered and i'm not saying they were perfect but man we are <laughs> i mean this is one sorry sorry country as far as the people, their priorities, as far as what's important to them, um, the decadence, 
the carnality. I, I, I don't see how you could really argue that. And I'm not talking about my listeners. I'm just saying humanity in general. We're so ripe for judgment because of this. So, um, but the but the fact remains is that 300 million guns estimated to be in private American hands. America and Americans are targeted for complete obliteration by both Chinese and the United Nations. Here is a summary of the four-part thing that he's going to be doing or he is doing. Part one, and I, again, and this is just the cliff notes. Part one, the domestic reason the Chai Coms feel it necessary, Chinese communists, necessary to send a million colonists millions of colonists to the united states part two the planned methodology for the elimination of the american threat by committing genocide against the united states through the use of bioweapons that are genetically based now you have to understand trump's going along with all this he's not doing anything to stop any of this which is something i should also mention okay he's doing nothing to prevent the absolute uh, flooding of this country with every kind of illegal alien you can imagine he's doing nothing he's done he's done everything in his power that he can do to facilitate it while talking out of two sides of his mouth oh i'm i'm gonna build a wall i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and at the same time it's worse now than it ever was under any president including obama by a factor of i don't even know what so trump's all part of this he's all in on this but he is going to talk out of one side of his mouth on a daily basis and tweet and do whatever he does and act like he's Mr. Big Tough Guy and he's going after our rights and he, he's against the, the bad Democrats, the left-right paradigm. While on the other side, there's all of these things that he's not saying a word about that he's just permitting to happen. Chemtrails keep on a-flying. The dew weapons just keep on a-frying. The floods just keep on a-coming. You know, all the weather manipulation and all the other, the, 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 the uh, illegal alien hordes just keep on flooding in. The pharmaceutical, you know, cartel just keeps on, you know, doing what they're doing. The vaccines just keep on getting injected. The GMOs just keep on getting eaten. I mean, you, you could just go on and on and on. The 5G, he's doing every single thing he can to bring that on, which will be the ultimate kill grid and, and, and tracking system. He's doing nothing about any of that stuff nothing but yet the vast vast majority of his base just keeps cheering him on and ignoring all the other stuff they don't want to hear about the stuff that i talk about anymore they don't want to hear about it all that matters is that trump is there and he'll never fail us and he obviously he never has and i've i've pointed out all the ways he's never has failed us in, in previous teachings and i'm pointing it out today again obviously i'm being sarcastic but you know he fails us every single stinking day he's in office by his inaction on so many key issues. It boggles the mind. But, you know, it is what it is. The brainwashing is very effective. Plan methodology for the elimination of the American threat by committing genocide against the United States through the use of bioweapons that are genetically based they're going to use bioweapons against the, um, I believe, primarily against the Caucasian, because it's all about elimination of the white races. I'm sorry. That's their words, not mine. I've given you the quotes before. Not saying they don't want to eliminate the blacks or ultimately the Hispanics. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I'm just saying we're the main priority currently in the pecking order of destruction. They've been, you know, 
Um, there's been a genocide. I mean, 51% of uh, black pregnancies end up in abortion. That's a black genocide. Okay? That is. So, I'm not saying we're the only race, Caucasians are the only race, or whites, but right now we are the biggest priority on the chopping block. That cannot be denied. Look what's going on in South Africa. Look what's going on in Europe and America. And, and how we're being demonized to the point where we can't even say anything because if we say anything to defend our own race, we're, you know, racist. The big R word. Part three, the Chinese are facilitating a Chinese takeover of the, of the planet. Part four, the Chinese are beta testing the use of bioweapons against the United States through, weaponized, through weaponizing of selected immigrants um, and he did an interview with Paul Martin on that. So they can bring in these vectors of disease through these invaders. And I, I don't know if he's talking about the Congolese invaders or not, but they can use specific bioweapons with genetic markers that will specifically target Caucasian races or black races or Hispanic or whatever they want. But their main thing, because they know most of the guns are in the hands of the whites in America the liberty-loving ones that are there, not all, but most of them, and they feel like if they can knock that segment of the population off, well, they're good to go. Then there's going to be nothing really more standing in the way of full implementation of the New World Order. So that's a big reason why the whites are being so targeted. We do not have to fear the Chinese, uh, fear a Chinese nuclear attack, and that is the long and the short of the good news. Not only did Chinese Defense Minister Wei Feng Fengi state that this openly in a leaked government document which expressed Chinese war plans intended to utterly devastate the United States now why wouldn't they want it well because they've got all they own all of our debt and they've got uh all of they want to take over they don't want to take over you know hundreds of cities that are in rubble what then they'd have to rebuild and why wouldn't they would much more rather just take over infrastructure that's already here that hasn't been destroyed makes sense and i've said that for a long time too now an emp kind of in a way gives you that but then you're frying all the you're frying all the electronics so i mean how are you gonna that's a gigantic job just to rebuild all of that so i i've i've always said you know it's good to prepare for an emp but there are some certain things about getting hit with an EMP that is like, well, maybe a regional EMP. But if they hit the whole United States, they're going to have to rebuild all their electronic infrastructure. That's going to be, not only that, if they fry all the 5G they're putting up, that's going to that's gonna go against the kill grid they're creating. That makes no sense to me at all. So I think it's more, less and less likely that we're going to get hit with an EMP. But I have warned about it because I want my, my listeners to be known. But, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. I, I left it, you know back at the bowling alley I, I exchanged i forgot and i took it instead of my bowling ball even though i don't bowl even and i put i bowled with the crystal ball and i left it there and i took one of the bowling balls and I, now i've lost my crystal ball so i know i know pray for me i, I it's it's not good sorry the sarcasm um so going forward here 
he stated that genetic specific weapons would be used to commit mass genocide against the United States while leaving the infrastructure and the, and the, and the chi- 12 million Chinese alive, meaning this genetic plague that's coming to us probably will not affect Oriental races or Chinese. So they want to try to leave 12 million Chinese alive in which only non-Chinese would perish. Hmm. That might be Hispanics, blacks, and whites. Well, they own America, pretty much. We've sold it all away to them. We're going to look at that in a second. So, yeah, maybe that is really the plan. We're all going to be gone, you know. At at least that's what they think. I mean, you know, God's in control. The internet is filled with new revelations that the Chinese are employing laser beam technology to induce earthquakes. This is a cover story for the false flag that is coming, which will use the same technology that will serve to assist the Chinese in taking over the United States. And what do the Chinese get for their trouble? They get our substantial mineral wealth. And really, once they take over, they get it. Here's what I've learned. Contrary to what the power brokers would have you believe, in order that you'll give up your pension, cut your wages, in order for you that you will willingly give up your pension, cut your wages, and settle for a life that the people live for a life that people live in third world countries the globalists want you to believe that your nation is broke and that there's nothing you can do about it but in fact the opposite is true what belongs to the people has been transferred in the greatest theft in the world history from the workers and the consumers to the government as well as the banks and the portfolios of the criminal elite banksters which control the politicians with insider trading and outright bribes previously the biggest theft in the world history was committed by the federal reserve which prints money out of thin air and its banks are able to loan against its its deposits at a, he's saying nine to one ratio in this modern day version. I've heard of a much higher ratio than that, but he's saying nine to one in this modern day version of fractional reserve banking. However, the biggest theft of American assets is literally happening right before our noses. The banks will soon forsake their holdings as the government, as I'm being told, will move to nationalize every bit of mineral resource wealth in this country under executive order 13603 um, or an updated version of the same today just about 400 americans have more wealth than half of all americans combined so the wealth is getting more and more concentrated into the hands of few you're getting more and more of a super class of elite wealthy and then more of a super poor class that's what they want to create everywhere on the planet and America's really one of the last dominoes to fall in that regard. Despite the grim statistic which reveals wealth imbalance in this country, our nation has never been wealthier. Far beneath the ground, the federal government and its bankster puppeteers own the rights to mineral and energy leases, from which they receive royalties, rents, and bonus payments, states the Institute for Energy Research and Industry Group. There's a link to them here in the PDF for um, July 22nd, 2019. According to their estimates, government states that the assets in the ground under America are worth $128 trillion. That's almost eight times the national debt. The resources could be leased to third parties and could subsequently earn the state and the national government's huge royalties, rents, and bonus payments. That estimates could total almost $150 billion over 10 years just for the oil and gas leases alone. So then why isn't this being done? Simply ask yourself who would lose money if this were to come to fruition. These vast resources have been promised to the Chinese and they are moving to take possession after they commit the genocide that Wee Feng discussed in the leaked document. And right now, the most likely candidate for this genocide to get 
for that show to get on the road is the Congolese Ebola-ridden migrants, most likely. Now, granted, it could come other ways. They could it could come a totally different way. They could blame it on them, you know. But right now, that's one of the most plausible scenarios I'm seeing. We're going to talk about that again today. This is the major reason why the Chinese need to occupy America after the vast majority of the Americans are dead. Already, the Chinese are in Hawaii to take possession of what gold America has left, and this is old news, dating back to at least three years. The Chinese run solar farm business with their military front corporations are well known. Their soldiers are embedded and ready to act. In the past several years, we have learned that a series of international inland ports will be created in conjunction with known mineral-rich areas and control of these areas to be handed off to the Chinese. Further, the Chinese military will be stationed around these inland ports to ensure safety, security of the Chinese investment, and its mining and geographical personnel. This will be a foothold of their invasion force. Confirmation of this fact that the Chinese will soon be taking possession of American mineral resources comes from a former CIA agent in an interview I conducted with him over three years ago. Now remember, you know, this is what they're they're saying, and this is what they're planning, and this is what Dave is putting out. But you know, their plans were for 1984 to be reality. You know, whether that Deagle statistic about you know the 70 percent depopulation by 2025 takes place, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it looks like they're primed to pull it off. It does. But I believe if enough people were praying and fasting about it, particularly Christians, because that's the only thing that's going to turn this back, because that's probably the only thing that's going to move the hand of God, then, yeah, we could have more time. And that's why this ministry exists, to try to get the word out regarding these things. During the course of my interview with a CIA agent, um, I conducted with him over three years ago, with his undisclosed source, he unequivocally stated that China will be taking control of our mineral-rich land resources in repayment for the tremendous debt the United States owes China. As it has been widely reported, America has three levels of debt which needs to be examined in context with the stunning revelation of a largely unknown mineral wealth. Number one, national debt, which is approximately $22 trillion right now. And it's going up under Trump like no other president, just so you know. Two, unfunded liabilities, which is $238 trillion in the form of Social Security, Medicare, etc. Three, derivatives, debt estimated at between $1 quadrillion and $1.5 trillion. Under Trump, the debt has substantially worsened, and this is our Achilles heel. China has bought our debt, and now they are owed. See, that's what I, this is all about, okay? They own our debt, and now they're owed, as Wing Feast wing fengi stated they are coming to collect after most of us are already dead the globalist goal is to establish a one world government and a one world economic system which is nearly complete as i write these words which is ruled with extreme authoritarianism and brutality in a futuristic version of the new feudalism again dave never fails to um you know he never fails to supply the sunshine and the rainbows and just that the bleakest of bleak I got to hand it to him for that, you know. Uh, again, not one not one mention of God in this whole thing. Not one mention of Jesus Christ. Not one, okay? So, it's kind of maddening. While we're, we are reading a lot of facts here, okay, let's please, can we just have some biblical balance? 
Going further, to accomplish these goals, there can be no Bill of Rights and American prosperity must be obliterated. This is what we are in the midst of at this time in America is being torn down brick by brick. And we live in a country that is being targeted by the Chicoms for the estimation of 90% of the American population to be dead. You know, my comment, pray Psalm 91, pray Psalm 64, pray fast, draw as close to the Lord as you can draw, you know, spend time with him in prayer. He that dwelleth, dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So you need to dwell in the secret place of the Most High in your prayer closet if you want to abide under the shadow of the Almighty, under the protection of his wings. So it's very important. And obviously that's the way that you get direction and divine providence and a lot of other things as well. So, uh, But I've, I've went over that in many, many other teachings. So next report. And I, I just, as this kind of a brief update... War drums with Iran. President Trump said Friday that the Islamic Republic of Iran has endangered itself by seizing a pair of British oil tankers in the Persian Gulf. Iran is showing their true colors, he told reporters on the south lawn of the White House. Um, Iran is in big trouble. The president warned President warned that although the U.S. doesn't have any, many tankers in the Gulf because it, it is trending toward energy independence, we have a lot of ships there that are warships, he said. He predicted the situation is going to work out very nicely. In part, well, I guess if you call World War III nicely, yeah. In part because of an informal but long-standing U.S.-U.K. mutual defense agreement. So again, as we've stated before, World War III probably slanted or stated if they get their way probably around October. We're pre-positioning assets. We're pre-positioning troops, which is what you always do before you're going to go into a long, drawn-out con conflict in war whenever you can do that and so now we're just having all of the war drums just keep escalating every single day you're almost seeing something new about iran you know now they're seizing oil tankers and they pro and they are they're they're even admitting they're doing this but they got one of their oil tankers seized and they're having all these sanctions put upon them and they're having all this stuff done to them and they're they're mad and they're retaliating and again that's exactly what we've been trying them to get them to do according to those documents that we went over before they were trying to figure out how to get Iran to retaliate. And now they've finally kind of learned how to do it. Some related reports regarding this. U.S. warship destroys Iranian drone in Strait of Hormuz amid heightened tensions. And then Tehran says the America, America may have shot down its own drone, which probably is what happened, you know. But they want to blame it on Iran. And then they, Iran releases footage that claims it disproves they shot down an Iranian drone. They taunt delusional Trump. Now, another report, 500 troops to deploy to Saudi Arabian air base. Again, they're pre-positioning truth. They've, they've even got the, the special medals that I said from my listener. He sent me from his own son that's stationed over there, I think in Qatar. Or Qatar. And uh, I don't know how he got that picture out, but it's a, they're special medals for the Iranian war that's coming. They've already they're already showing the troops here's what you can here's the goodies you can get if you go out there and take one for the team and fight for the military industrial complex here you go it's a done deal this war is going to happen unless like some massive intervention from god uh and then another one cyber warfare attack by nation state which they think is iran cripples new york city electrical grid they lost power for like i don't know how many hours and then there was all of these substations that blew up in Wisconsin. And it's always after we do something to Iran. 
seems like this and these again these are these iranian muslim terror cells but see the we're not ready to get let it go that hot yet so the mainstream horror media is downplaying all of, oh it's just a normal thing this happened no i don't think so you can click on this link and he explains the whole thing how they're pretty sure it was iranian sleeper cells that did it they inserted code into this new york uh, power station and it caused this to happen and it was right in conjunction with one of these events that we blamed on iran or whatever so it's guys it's a matter of time on that um, unless god intervenes and then this i entitled this report thank you potus president of the united states trump's white house policy advisors endorsing the passage of red gun red flag gun confiscation laws so he's fighting for our rights now following the release of over 90 recommendations from president trump's federal commission on school safety these white house advisors are officially siding with speaker nancy pelosi and her push for red flag laws in the white house or in the house and with confirmation of the uh, anti-gun attorney general william barr who trump put in there very 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 anti-gun confiscate your guns thank you trump thank you for putting this devil william barr as attorney general any of these red flag laws that are passed will come with full support of our nation's top prosecutor william barr yes we're right on track further decreasing your chances in court after having your guns being forcibly taken away if you even live through that i mean because if you show any aggression at all or whatever they'll just blow you away and take your guns which is how it will work unfortunately um unless god intervenes and should members of both parties in washington dc succeed in ramming this so-called red gun confiscation legislation into law that's all that's necessary for you to be targeted by gun confiscation squads demanding you hand them over or else it's already happening in california maryland where a terrified gun owner was shot dead in his home just after 5 a.m recently in maryland and a few other extreme anti-gun states but the politicians in washington are in a rush to make it a national law and trump is right there cheering them on so let's just play this brief video here now this is dudley brown and sheriff steve reams at the capitol dudley brown is uh national association for gun rights and we're, i'm just going to let them talk ivan we're going to wait for just a few moments to let people get tuned in and also to have verify that we got a good sound check Steve, you want to check your mic there? Yeah, we want to make sure that you guys can hear what we're out here in uh, Washington, D.C. doing. Okay. All right. Doing a little tap dance, waiting, waiting live, around. Live video is always interesting. Nothing like awkward silence. Live. We're getting it through? Okay. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to start out here. I am Dudley Brown with the National Association for Gun Rights. I'm actually a federal lobbyist. Uh, and I'm here with Weld County, Colorado Sheriff Steve Reams right here. And we're in the rotunda of what is Russell Senate Office Building, right across the street from the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. And we're, we're here for one real reason, and that is to oppose the red flag gun confiscation provisions of any bill um, or any bill that might be tacked onto and um, as well as this violence against women act so-called and so I'm here because 
we've just got through a bruising fight in Colorado legislature uh, opposing red flag laws and, and Sheriff Reams has been uh, on national TV opposing uh, these red flag laws and we'd, we needed to come to Washington DC and to tell especially Republicans how horrible this law is and the, the federalizing of that type of law through a grant program that is being sponsored by uh, Senator Lindsey Graham and Marco Rubio, uh, both Republicans, um, and why we oppose that. And, um, and Steve, I, I think I think given uh, um, our listeners and supporters all around the country uh, a heads up on why red flag is so incredibly bad and insidious. Well, as we talked this morning with the conservative working group, um, you know, the red flag bill sounds like a good idea because it's the, the concept is keeping guns out of the hands of people who are severely mentally ill. The problem is when you start reading these red flag bills, you find out that mental health and mental illness are not addressed in any of these bills, and they simply become gun confiscation laws. And uh, that gun confiscation can happen uh, by something as simple as someone calling a judge and making a petition by phone. Um, again, that person who's having their guns taken away doesn't even know that phone call's occurring. And then second to that, you know, there's a, there's a court process that occurs. Again, that, that gun owner isn't uh, involved in that court process until their rights have already been violated. Uh, the version that's going So you're liberal uh, nut job neighbor that knows you have guns or may suspect them can call up and you get all your guns taken without any due process. And you might die in the process because you're not going to know they're coming. So this is where this is heading. And again, Trump is all behind this. Colorado is probably the worst version we've seen across the country. Uh, that's I'd call that red flag 2.0. But in any event, uh, the conversations we've had here today have been meaningful. I think the, the people that we've had a, an opportunity to talk to understand uh, that this is a slippery slope and bad legislation. And, you know, we're intending to push back just as I have in Colorado. Well, you, you did it in Colorado, and, and Sheriff Reams here is is a sheriff of one of the largest counties in Colorado, uh, a big department uh, up north of Denver, and and the sheriff is um, has boldly stood out and said, "I won't enforce this red flag law." Why did you say that? Well, it's pretty easy to say why you won't enforce it. It's unconstitutional. Uh, you know, when I was sworn into office, I took an oath to uphold the Constitution. Before I took that oath to, to uphold the the Constitution of the state of Colorado or the laws of Colorado. The U.S. Constitution is the supreme thing I have to make sure that I'm abiding by, and uh, this red flag bill on its surface violates many provisions of the Constitution, not just the Second Amendment, but the Fourth, the Fifth, and the Fourteenth, uh, to name a few others. Uh, you know, it's, it's bad legislation all the way around. It's, it's sad that it's been passed and signed, but, you know, someone's got to stand up and fight back against it. That's my intent. That's what uh, I've said I'll do. That's what I intend to do, and, you know, we'll start that fight whenever we need to. And you kind of started the ball rolling in Colorado. And when we testified in the House uh, earlier this year, uh, but now now there are how many county sheriffs? Well, there's 30. There's 38 county sheriffs in Colorado that have come out vocally against the bill, but there's several more uh, behind the scenes that I think are opposing the bill as well. I'd say somewhere in the mid 40s. This is a state with 64 Correct. sheriffs. Yeah. Um, well, from our perspective, it, it's nice to see someone who said, I raised my hand and swore an oath to a constitution, and it actually meant something. Correct. And, and that's why we're excited and why I figured, hey, perfect, perfect message to bring to Washington, D.C., where 
apparently the Constitution, which is just a few blocks this way, the literal Bill of Rights in the Constitution, yeah. uh, isn't really being listened to. Not only is it not being listened to, but I don't even think it's been read by many of the folks that are uh, passing the laws at the national level or at the state level. You know, it's, it's something we need to constantly remind ourselves of. And, you know, the same, that same oath I took is the same oath that these legislators have taken. So uh, it's, a, it's a constant reminder that we need to be doing business the right way. Well, uh, one of the reasons we're here is to talk to U.S. Senators and Congressmen uh, and to convey your message to them that we want to stop this uh, red flag law and red flag concept um, that violates due process um, right away. Uh, we're big concern right now is, and we voiced this to, to members already, is that it could be almost tacked in yeah. completely into the Violence Against Women Act, which was passed by the House right. and, and is now in the Republican-controlled Senate. But, but then again, we have uh, two U.S. senators who are Republicans who are pushing red flag laws. So that's the big danger. Sure. That's how things happen in Washington, D.C. Right. Well, it's how things happen across the country. You know, you get uh, a couple of uh, weak-minded individuals who, uh, you know, agree to go along with the red flag bill without reading it. Uh, you know, the, the devil's in the details, and it, with every one of these bills, if you if you truly read uh, what is in the context of them, you find out that uh, you know they're they're definitely an attack on our constitutional rights. Again, not just the Second Amendment, but uh, our entire Constitution. Yeah, we're one of the reasons we wanted to come here and, and talk to our members here on. Uh, on this channel is because we want you to sign up and sign a petition so we're kind of bringing our message to, to Congress. Um, if you sign our petition, there's a link at the bottom of this video and uh, we want you to, your signature on that. We want to be able to say, look at how many people oppose this. Um, we've already brought that message to a few members and we've got a couple other senators we're meeting with and, and a few members of, Cong of the House side. Um, mostly just to gin it up that this is a, an issue for not just gun owners, clearly it is, um, it's led to recalls in Colorado and, sure. and many other problems, but, but anybody who values liberty and, and due process. Um, so please sign that petition, we'd love to have you and uh, we want you to keep in touch, we're going to try and do another video, hopefully uh, maybe. Okay, so we, we have that, I give you the link to the petition here, uh, and it's at N-A-G-R dot org if you just want to go there red flag directive n-a-g-r dot o-r-g but the link is in the petition for the pdf uh next report the law justice for illegals means deportation because that's the law okay that's what justice is for the illegal aliens i've said this from moment one okay they're here illegally so therefore, why are we debating all of these things about all of the things that all of these rights they have that Americans don't even have when they're here illegally and they're being rewarded for being here illegally? They shouldn't be here. Justice for them means deportation, period. While we did not get the mass deportations of illegals this week, Trump promised us and here you can link to that two weeks ago because he is the liar in chief. You know, he's Don the Khan. Or two months ago that he promised, and in 2016 that he promised. So he just lies, just as a matter of course. Alipak did accurately warn and predict that uh, and warn everyone that this would be the case. 
You see, he's a, he's a devil. He's a liar. He's in on all of this. He's not our friend. He's here as an instrument of our destruction. I hope I've proven that in the last, you know, I don't know, since the teachings I've really started doing since February, when his true colors really started coming out. And this is all linked. Now, Ali Pack is, is the organization exposing this. What we did get is illegal aliens and their Antifa supporters firebombing the ICE facilities to try to ignite a civil war and tearing down American flags and raising Mexican flags and nobody stopping them. As we've seen, uh, and raising Mexican flags instead as we've never seen before. Here's a video of it if you want to go watch that. I'm not going to play it, but you know. They're literally going to ICE facilities now and tearing down the American flags, the illegal aliens, and, and, and hoisting Mexican flags. Why don't they go back to Mexico if that's what they want? But see, they want to bring that same thing here. They want to impose their will on us, just like Muslims do, and all of the other invaders that are coming to America and in other places like Europe and those places because they want to impose their will on us. They could care less about any kind of culture and the countries there they're invaders they're enemies now granted i pray to god their souls be saved i do but it doesn't change the fact that they are invaders and what they're doing is illegal it's just that when you have a wicked government that sanctions illegal things then you know you're in a tough spot We may have gotten improvements on the asylum rules thanks to those of us who have been willing to take the Trump administration to task and accurately, accurately warn Americans that the current catch and release, release and asylum policies are not U.S. laws, but presidential directives, um, but actually presidential directives and rules. This is all done under Trump, okay? He's the one that's incentivized this to happen, especially since the Section 224A he signed at the end of February that said all you have to do is it, it could be coming down to, I might sponsor an unaccompanied illegal alien minor. You're in for free, buddy. You're here. Where do you want to go? We got our Uber service. What? Here's your benefits. Here's your EBT cards. Oh, you got, okay, we'll give you an extra 200 for every child you got. You get 1000 a month on that EBT card in New, in New Mexico. Here's all the other benefits. Got to give them a voter registration card because we got to have that voter voting block in there too. And all the other stuff they're doing. And all the diseases they're bringing. <laughs> unbelievable. I can't believe we haven't collapsed yet. I really, it's, it's unbelievable to me. They're coming in by the thousands every day. And Trump bows up, well, we're gonna, we're gonna have ice raids. And we're gonna, I guarantee you, even if they did that on a given day, it would not even touch the amount that came in on that same exact day. The one report I had read, there was like 30,000 coming in in one El, the El Paso sector in one sector in one day. And he's talking about, you know, deporting, you know, a thousand families or something. It's, it's all window dressing. It's all lies. It's all lip service and appeasement to appease his base so they'll go back to sleep. That's all it is that comes out of Trump. At this point, Ali Pack u.us which is their website a-l-i-p-a-c dot u.s and they have a web they have an email list you can get on is now the only national organization that is standing firm behind our current laws and will require full deportation of all illegals because we see this as the only way to save america from this threat yep 
And then we have this Times a Times investigation. Uh, L.A. Times. Trump administration has gutted programs aimed at detecting weapons of mass destruction. Oh, good, good. So those Muslim sleeper cells and terror cells, that's been done on purpose. So they'll be able to get in maybe their dirty nuke or, or whatever, whatever weapon of mass destruction they've got. Of course, of course they've dismantled it because Trump's looking out for us, you know. This is stuff he's doing. I'm not going to apologize for this devil. The Trump administration has quietly dismantled or cut back multiple programs that were created after September 11th, 2001. Attacks, um, attacks to help detect and prevent terrorism involving weapons of mass destruction. I'm sorry, that, uh, that word attacks got put in there. It's programs to help detect and prevent terrorism involving weapons of mass destruction. Now, I'm, I know that they did a lot of things to take away our rights after 9-11 the Patriot Act and all that stuff. But I don't have a problem with programs to help and detect and prevent terrorism involving weapons of mass destruction. And this was an LA Times investigation. A secular publication found this out. The retreat has taken place over the last two years at the Department of Homeland Security. So since Trump's got in, which is primarily, I mean, we're under more threat of domestic terrorism now than ever and obviously this is the logical thing to do D dismantle multiple programs to detect and prevent terrorism involving weapons of mass destruction obviously that's the smart thing to do to protect the american populace because trump cares so much and his handlers do his satanic handlers hey he practices the kabbalah i mean and so does kushner and his daughter and all them you know and their main goal is you know one of their main goals is absolute annihilation of America. So. The retreat has taken place over the last two years at the De Department of Homeland Security, which is primarily domestic, which has primary domestic responsibility for helping authorities identify and block potential chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear threats. So that's what that encompasses. Chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear threats. So that's what we're dismantling. Because we don't want to know if that's happening. The changes not previously reported were made without rigorous review of potential security vulnerabilities. Well, that's good. The Times found out. Undermining government-wide efforts aimed at countering terrorist attacks involving unconventional weapons, known as WMDs. More than 30 current and former Homeland Security employees and contractors voiced their concern about these changes, including cancellations of dozens of trained dozens of training exercises and the departure of scores of scientists and policy experts have put america at great risk the cutbacks and shifts have been directed by james f mcdonald here's a picture of him here who has been appointed by president trump to successive posts at homeland security so he wanted to make sure he had his little double wacky in there that would dismantle these programs and we'd have no way of knowing if these things are coming into the country so thank you president trump i got but see meanwhile Meanwhile, this is Trump's priority. While Tommy Robinson goes to jail for a third time over exposing Muslim pedophiles in the UK and then begging President Trump for asylum for his family and himself, this is President Trump's main priority. And right now, the lead report on Drudge. And it says, and here's the main report. I offered to personally vouch for his bail. Trump says... He honors his promise to call Sweden's 
prime minister on behalf of jailed, degenerate, blasphemous, greedy, devil, American rapper, A-S, it's, and the S is a dollar sign, okay, A-S-A-P, so money as soon as possible for this degenerate devil rapper, okay, ASAP Rocky, in effort to get him released, Trump has, this is his priority, I, do you see the things that I just read, and this is this devil's priority, Evidently, to get on the good side of the black races. Okay? Sometimes he, he does that a lot with white races. He tweets out things that'll get him on the good side of white, and then black, and then probably Hispanic. Whatever he can do to give lip service to a particular demographic, he does it. Now, before we get into this report, let's hear a minute and a half of his most popular video online, this ASAP Rocky, who, who Trump is just dropping everything for i mean we could have nukes pointing at us and 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 ebola breaking out and all of this other stuff but no 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 he wants to drop everything because kanye west and um kim kardashian the most degenerate devils on the planet are are yanking at trump's coattail saying you've got to do this and, and he's you know He's being a good little doggy and rolling over and do, do, doing whatever they tell him to do. He's going to personally vouch for his bail while Tommy Robinson rots in jail over there for the third time after he begged Trump for extradition and asylum, which Trump totally ignored, which I said he would do. But no, this degenerate, blasphemous, greedy, devil American rapper, ASAP Rocky, that's the priority. So let's let's just hear. Um, I looked him up, and this is the first video that came up. So I, I would assume this is probably his most popular video. ASAP Rocky, praise the Lord. Oh, we're gonna hear a Christian video. No, guys, parental discretion is advised on this. Now you won't be able to hear everything because it's you know all mumbling like all rappers tend to be. But I, I want you to hear a minute and a half of this because this is the Christian. ASAP Rocky, his song "Praise the Lord," which has a hundred over a hundred and eighty-four million views on YouTube. Over a hundred and eighty-four million views. Three point two million subscribers. That is a gigantic account. So let's see what what Mr. Christian ASAP Rocky has to say here. So he's, he's going to cuss. You're going to hear him cussing a lot in here. I'm just going to let it play, though, because I, I, I want you to understand this is the priority for Trump to get this devil out of jail in Sweden. Okay, so it shows the whole with him and his homies in a room they're all uh and he's smoking a big old joint and um I, who knows what these other guys are doing but this is how the video starts out get it 
Text and message, I don't know the number. Flexing on these niggas, every bone and muscle. So he's using the N-word over and over. Steady taking shots, never hurting them. Even then, y'all don't worry nothing. And I'd like to give a shout out to my niggas with the game plan. And shout out to my niggas with escape plan. And he's wearing a nice big gold cross too, which I think is, you know, it's praise the Lord. I mean, he should be, you know. This is this is pretty a great example of modern day Christianity, I would say. Twenty bands, rain dance. We can eat the rain check or we can make plans. Pockets loaded, rocket loaded, can't let's rock and roll this. Time to go, lock, stock of two smoking barrels, locked and loaded. Two smoking barrels of guns. Diamonds glowing, chop climbing on them. We think I'm jumping out the window, how I got them open. Line around the corner, line them up the block and over. Sometimes I even stop the smoking when it's time to fall. My shade, my pants below. Create, explore, expand, concord. I came, I saw, I came, I saw. I praise the Lord, then break the law. I take what's mine, then take some more. It rains, it pours, it rains. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna read you those last lyrics just so you know. Um, so I'm just gonna. Th these are some of the lyrics you just heard. Flexing on these uh, N word, um, every bone and muscle, and I'd like to give a shout out to my N word with a game plan, and it's N I G G A S. Okay. So and then um, he says uh, pockets loaded, rocket loaded. Okay, let's rock and roll this. It's time to go. Lock stock and two smoking barrels. So when he says pockets loaded, I'm assuming, and rocket loaded, I'm assuming what he's talking about is two guns in each pocket. And smoking barrels means he just shot them. He's rapping in Harlem, which is a, and I'm, I'm just interpreting some of this for you, which is a gang city where, I, you know, obviously Chicago and that, and there's um, obviously probably a lot of gang shootings. And this is how they live life. They just go around and kill each other and stuff like that. And that's what's cool in, you know, the whole rapper community. And this is where it's glorified. And in the New World Order, commissioned all of this to take place uh ted austin i believe gets into a really good i've heard a lot of people get into the whole etymology of um the whole modern day gangster rap stuff which is this is part of this which is just was designed and commissioned by the new world order to degenerate society into what it's becoming just one aspect of the total degeneration of society then he goes on and says locked and loaded again with a gun diamonds glowing uh charts climbing sometimes i I even stop smoking, meaning smoking copious amounts of, of marijuana, when it's time to focus. I came, I saw, I came, I saw. I praise the Lord, then I break the law. I take what's mine, then I take some more. So, you know, he's obviously got to praise the Lord for all of that. It's what, it's what he just said. Then he goes on, and, and this is some more lyrics that I'm not even going to play. They know it's me, the hat and the shades. They heard my voice. And they ran to the stage, meaning he's performing now. It's they, they know it's him. He's wearing his hat. He's wearing his shades. They heard his voice. They ran to the stage. My Vans. Now, I don't know if he's wearing Vans shoes, because that is a, a brand of shoes. But my Vans, my braids, he's wearing Rasta braids. My Mans, I don't know what that means. Uh, my Babes, I don't know if that means he's bisexual and he has sex with men and women. My Girls, my Ex meaning his ex-wife, I don't know, his ex-girlfriend, my hose that I left. My hose is an abbreviation for whores that he left. But see, this is, you know, then he says, give thanks, get fresh, praise the Lord, then finesse and bless. So this is, this is the state of, of um, modern-day rap. 
And this is the one that Trump is making sure he's bending over backwards. And I'm, I'm telling you, I looked at the comments below the video and they're all praising Trump for what he's doing right now. And Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. And meanwhile, 4,000 babies get you know aborted every day in America. Meanwhile, we look at all the other stuff that I just covered and all the other ways this devil's selling us out. But see, this is where our priorities should be. I couldn't agree more that Trump should be doing this and just pushing everything else in his schedule aside because this guy should take priority over Tommy Robinson and all of the other issues that I'm mentioning here. Trump tweeted that he had enjoyed a productive call with Stefan uh, Loven on Saturday morning with the pair set to talk again after the weekend. So he's devoting all of this time to this one devil that's in prison over there or, or in jail. ASAP Rocky has been incarcerated for over two weeks after he and his entourage got into a street brawl in downtown Stockholm. Now, I will grant you this. I watched it and it is total garbage. He should not be in jail, okay? Unless there's something that happened that I didn't see on camera. Two little pencil neck Muslims come up to these guys and he's got a gigantic black bodyguard. And from what I could see, they just start messing with him. Now, from that standpoint, I'm on his side because it is absolutely, totally ridiculous that this guy is in jail when he was the one that got assaulted. They took the earphones off and like threw them at him. They were basically shoving them and the black guys are like, listen, stop, stop doing this. It wasn't their fault. I could understand. I am, I don't care where I see injustice. I hate it. It's just the fact that Trump is devoting all of this energy and effort as this photo op in order to make himself look good in the eyes of, I, I guess, the rapper community and, and the black races that like rap. And I'm not saying whites don't like it, but it's primarily blacks that are commenting on this and blacks going to Trump. So that's why I'm talking about it. I'm not against blacks. I've got a lot of black listeners, okay? Um, not about that. It's just the hypocrisy of it all. When you've got Tommy Robinson rotting in jail in the UK, when he begged Trump for asylum and Trump didn't even respond, nothing, ignored him. And all these other things I mentioned today and in the previous teachings that he's doing to this country to annihilate us. All of the pedophile stuff linked up with him and Epstein. All the fact that he's bought and sold and paid for by the Rothschilds. All of the bankruptcies he had to declare in order to pay off the families for the small children that Trump molested. Three 10 and 11 year old boys and other girls. See the Wayne Matson report that I talked about. 30 million he's paid out on that. All that's, you know, ignored. But see, this is where we need to put be putting all of our efforts. You know, this is how deranged and demented we are as a society at large in America. I'm not talking about my listeners, but just at large. That this is the lead report on Drudge right now. When we got all this other stuff being done to us to kill us off and to bring us to the slaughter. But see, this should be absolutely where everything is devoted. One devil rapper that, you know, got in some hot water over in Sweden that would probably be released in a matter of time anyway just because of his popularity. But you see, Trump's got to get involved and be the big man on campus and show everybody how cool he is. The announcement comes just hours after Kanye West is said to have asked the president through a direct line that he asked has the Oval Office asking for help. And then Kim Kardashian and a whole bunch, host of other people too. 
Meanwhile, 4,000 babies get aborted every day in America and all the other atrocities that I've mentioned. Yeah. Imagine how God feels when he looks down and he sees how demented and evil the average American's priorities are. I can't believe he hasn't just destroyed America, honestly. I guess it's like the Bible says, if it wasn't for a small remnant, they would have been a Sodom and like under Gomorrah. You know? I mean, he, he waited to rain down fire and brimstone on Sodom and Gomorrah for one righteous man, Job, who, I mean, you look at what Job did ugh, by staying there and then what he did afterward. I'm not even going to get into that. And it's like, wow. God is merciful. Mm. It's claimed that Kanye West wanted to get personally involved, but instead sought help from Trump, whom he's consistently voiced admiration for publicly. An online petition called for Justice for Rocky, hashtag Justice for Rocky, has garnered more than 600,000 signatures. Yeah, of course. Of course, because that's where we need to be focusing all of our efforts on that. And posters with the words free ASAP Rocky ASAP has been put out, out around Stockholm. Meanwhile, the Muslims are totally taking over Sweden and making it a total hellhole to even live in, raping white women, which is one of their main goals, which is what they were promised, total no-go zones, total political correctness that if you even speak out against any of this crap in Sweden that, you know, you're going to probably go to jail, especially if you're white. That's fine. That's fine. You know, that's Jim Dandy, fine and dandy cotton candy. That's all wonderful. This is what we need to focus on. Free Rocky ASAP. U.S. Assistant Secretary of State for Consular Affairs, Carl Reich, met with a rapper in Stockholm on Friday. Oh, good. And he is scheduled to meet with representatives of Sweden's foreign ministry. I am glad that all of these resources and these high-level political meetings are having to take place over this one devil that's over there in jail. Wow. We have so, everybody has their priorities so straight regarding this situation. I'm just glad, you know, we've got hundreds of thousands of Christian martyrs being, you know, annihilated and beheaded and, you know having their organs har harvested like in China and all of the beheadings of Christians going on all over the world in the Middle East and in Africa and these types of things and all the atrocities there. None of that we need to even worry about because they're non-people. What's really important is ASAP Rocky, that he gets out of jail and that no injustice is done to him at all. I I'm just so happy we have our priorities straight on this planet, on, on you know, planet Earth. It's just wonderful. So that's all I have for this part, and we will go to part two next. God bless you, and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N- T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. 
These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.